formula with me, Lucy Parsons. Welcome to today's show. It's results week this week with both GCSE and A-level results coming out, which is very unusual because normally you would have A-level results one week and GCSE results the next week. But this week we've got A-level results on Tuesday and GCSE results on Thursday. And I think this has been done so that A-level students in particular have a bit more time this year because the results are coming out earlier in the month of August than they would normally um, to sort out their futures because after the difficulties students had last year with A-level results being calculated using the algorithm and the fallout of all of that, um, the powers that be thought it was important that there was a bit more time for things to be sorted out after the results have come out. So because of all that, I thought I would publish a podcast this week about the real achievement behind GCSE and A-level results and what the story is that that number or letter that is given to you as your grade really means. Before we get into that though, I just wanted to let you know that on Tuesday the 17th of August at 7pm, I'm holding an open house evening on Zoom for anybody who's interested in working with us in the new academic year. So if you've been listening to my podcast, reading my emails or listening or follow me on social media for a while and you've thought, yeah, we like this idea this is what we need in our family um but we're just not really sure exactly what's on offer and what to choose this is um the time to come along and really understand the right options for you so we'll be talking about the extraordinaries club we'll be talking about our one-to-one coaching and the different packages that we offer we'll also talk about personal statement masterclass and how you can get one-to-one help with personal statements and you can also hear about our oxbridge coaching if that's something that you're interested in so if you'd like to come along and understand the differences between everything that we offer and get some insight into what would be the best option for you then please do sign up for the open house which you can do at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash open house so that's lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash open house and um, we will look forward to seeing you there it's on tuesday the 17th of august at 7 p.m Okay, let's get on with today's show. The real achievement behind GCSE and A-level results. Would it surprise you to know that I don't just look at GCSE and A-level grades as being a reflection of academic ability? To me, they're not just a measure of how clever someone is. Instead, GCSE and A-level grades tell a story boiled down into a letter or a number of two years of human life. And it's what you make this story mean that defines how you move forward from results day and create the rest of your life. Let me explain this a bit more. Most people think that GCSE and A-level results are purely a measure of academic ability 
And to most people, this means something to do with quantifying intelligence. But having been through the system myself and helped hundreds more through it as a teacher and academic coach, I know there's far more to it. Exam results are the outcome of a human life over the two years preceding them. Whilst they do measure academic ability, they also tell you something about an individual's commitment, the adversity they've faced, the choices they've made, their personal priorities and the support they have in place. Let's talk about each of those things in turn, starting with commitment. I know from my own experience as a GCSE and A-level student that commitment counts for a massive amount. I was born lucky with the brain that I've got, the support from my parents and the lack of adversity in my life. But my sister was born into the same situation with a brain that is probably sharper than mine, but she lacked the commitment. I came out of the A-level years with stunning grades, five A's in the days before A-stars, and she came out with a hodgepodge of grades for a range of AS and A-level subjects that no one can really remember. I am certain that it was my commitment and her lack of commitment that made the difference. Okay, the next thing to consider is adversity. All students getting GCSE and A-level results in 2021 have faced adversity in the form of the pandemic. Many students have had months without in-school education and have floundered. One member of the Extraordinaries Club springs to mind. She was a Year 13 student who joined the club in January 2021. She came into the club really doubting her ability. During the first COVID lockdown and school closures between March and July of 2020, she had really struggled and barely done any work at all. She had heaps of random notes in disorganised piles all over her desk and in her end of year 12 exams, which took place in the September of her year 13, she had done really badly. She now had this story in her head that she was a bad student. Basically, she hadn't responded well to the adversity of school closures. But there was still time to rescue the situation and she worked incredibly hard from January until May to prove to her teachers what she could do. She decided to stop wallowing in the adversity and take responsibility for her own results. I am really very hopeful for her results this week because I witnessed firsthand how hard she worked. But no matter what her results are, the greatest takeaway she will have from this experience is that she can turn things around for herself when she believes in herself and does the work. This is the kind of learning that stays with us for life. I fully recognise that many students go through much greater adversity than the student I've described here. I've heard of students who have been bereaved during their exams or, or who have been struggling with severe physical or mental health problems throughout their time studying for their exams. 
This level of trauma or hardship is extremely difficult to deal with, but again, is part of the story that a set of exam results tell. And luckily, these days, there are opportunities to let exam boards, universities and employers know about mitigating circumstances. So, for example, um, in July, um, I was really happy to welcome Professor Will Witto and his colleague, Dr Laura Justin from the Loughborough University Engineering Department to do a talk for the students who were signed up for my personal statement masterclass. And they said that they encourage students to get in touch with them when they apply or after they've been offered a place if they have learning difficulties and um, let them know about the kind of support that they need to achieve their academic best because the university is really keen to put that support in place for them. Um, that kind of thing just didn't happen 20 years ago and um, there are other examples of you know, exam boards, if you are taking a public exams and you have something like a bereavement in the family, if you let the exam board know before the exam, then they can take that into account um, in the marking and there's a certain kind of leeway in the marks that they can award you, taking into account whatever has happened to you. But with that, you have to let the exam board know before the exam takes place you can't do it after the exam has taken place and the best way to do that is to work through your school's exams officer to make contact with the exam board that way okay the next thing um we're going to talk about today is the choices you make there are choices to be made when studying for exams and the results you get reflect those choices I often talk about the amount of work it takes to reach your academic potential and I have also talked about the need for students and parents to make informed choices about whether they are willing to do the work that it takes. For some families, they value other things more than academic endeavour. For other families, academic pursuits trump all other activities. The tragedy is when students have made passive choices i.e. they didn't understand the trade-off they were making between hours on the Xbox and revision. And they are landed with results that reflect the choice they made in favour of gaming when they would have chosen differently if the explicit choice had been made clear to them or if they had been supported more actively in making the choice for the revision. But again, it's all about framing this choice and how that helps you move forward with your life. If you look at the choices you made, accept responsibility for them, but know that you want to make different choices in the future, that's a positive outcome. It may mean there are some short-term obstacles in terms of getting into your chosen sixth form or university, but there is always a way of achieving your ultimate goal in the long term if you're truly committed. I'm always hearing about people who were written off at school but have gone on to achieve incredible things. For example, Lisa Cherry, who was one of my podcast guests, was written off at school because she had a lot of adverse experiences in her childhood and teenage years, but now has an MA 
and is studying for a DPhil, which is the equivalent of a PhD, at Oxford University. So she's managed to completely turn her life around and, you know, get really high academic achievements because of her commitment to her field of study, um, despite the difficult start that she had in life. Some students and parents will also make the decision that academic achievement is not a priority for them. I remember one member of the Extraordinaries Club who was dyslexic and wanted to pursue a career in dance. She spent all her time outside school dancing. She joined the club to make sure she passed what she needed to pass to move on in the dance world. So she wanted to get that GCSE maths and that GCSE English so that you know she could just get on with her life and with her dancing without having to do retakes. And she didn't really want any more than that from her GCSEs. And it's really important that you understand that this is a completely legitimate choice to make, but it is a choice that should be made consciously and not just kind of fallen into um, because you never really thought about it. Okay, the last factor I really want to talk about today is support. Some young people are supported better than others. In my work, I come across the lucky ones whose parents really want the best for them. That's what I really love about the parents who join the Extraordinaries Club. They're generally not tiger parents who want to push their children to academic heights, no matter what the cost. Instead, they are concerned with parenting their children so they emerge into the adult world as balanced, rounded and happy individuals. Other young people come from chaotic and difficult homes where no real regard is given to education. And for young people in these situations, it is a virtual impossibility to achieve academically. I remember when I was teaching and I had a young man in my GCSE geography class and um, the deadline for coursework had been and gone and I'd received nothing from him. And I phoned his mum and I phoned and phoned and phoned and she basically never phoned back and um, I think there were some very difficult family circumstances at home so this young man didn't get that support and backup he needed in his home life to produce that piece of coursework um, and you know he, he wouldn't he didn't do as well as he should have done because of that um, there is also the issue of how supportive a student's friendship group is. If their friends are studious and hardworking, it's highly likely that this peer influence will translate into better grades. However, if their friends have made the active choice to spend more time on the Xbox or other non-academic activities, it will be hard for an individual student to swim against that tide. We saw this with the student whose parents signed him up for academic coaching last year. His whole friendship group was completely disillusioned with A-level study. They felt like they'd been sold a lie, that it would all be easier after their GCSEs were over. The whole group was in active revolt against ac academic study. There was nothing anyone could do or say to make this young man change his outlook and priorities, 
while he was still part of that group of friends. So, what's your story? If you're a parent or student listening to this who is expecting exam results this week, I'd love you to reflect on the story that those results tell and think about how your results reflect your life as a whole for the past two years. This is the human side of things, but it's also the way you motivate yourself to move forwards and how you sell yourself for future opportunities. Can you use the thing you've learned the hard way during your GCSE or A-level studies as an interesting story to show how you've grown and changed when you go for an interview? Have you got a story about how you've overcome adversity? Can you see an opportunity for growth and change when you reflect on the last two years? Have these results made you reevaluate your goals and choices so that you're now moving towards something that fits your talents, values and constraints better? Getting your exam results isn't the end of your story. It's just the end of a chapter. It's up to you how you write that chapter for both yourself and others to read in the future. It's also up to you how you draft the next chapter of your story and how you actually live it out. However, the most important thing in all this is to take responsibility for the things that you can or could have controlled. It will be very easy this year to blame results on the pandemic or the way that schools have awarded results, but it won't help you in the future if you don't take full responsibility for your part in the results you receive this week. Take responsibility, move on and craft a better and better life story as time goes on. And if you're in year 10 or year 12, take the time now to think about the choices you are making and whether you're taking full responsibility for your part in your exam results next year. If you're ready to make a positive choice to reach your academic potential, we can help make that happen with the information and support inside the Extraordinaries Club. And we'd love you to join for the beginning of the new school year so that we can truly help you achieve what you are able to achieve. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and goodbye.